0: from the 915 to H-town, from the Panhandle plains to the Valley and everywhere in between. This is the 50/50 podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 50/50 podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game.
1: College Promoters USA Founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA the best investment a
0: parent can make in their high school student athletes. Here we go. It's a championship edition of the 50/50 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Our proud partners, College Promoters USA, they are America's premier college prep program and high school student athlete marketing service since 1997. For those of you located locally here in the San Antonio, Austin, South, Central Texas area, you can find them at the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center here locally in San Antonio. You can also find them on social media, on Twitter, at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram, at College Promoters USA. You can also find out more information on them regar- regarding their info and what they're about on their website at collegepromoterusa.com. My next guest, they are the newly crowned 4A Girls Champions. I bet that sounds awesome. I'm sure you all have been hearing that for days now. He is head coach of the reigning 4A Girls State Champion, Selena Bobcat, Salina Bobcat, sorry, Coach Alex Adams, <laughs> and with the state final MVP, Taylor Strojewski. How are you guys? Well, Welcome. So uh, you guys done anything exciting over the last few days? What's new? <laughs> Taylor, yeah, go ahead.
2: Um, uh, I mean, obviously, we had Easter, you know, getting back into school. Um, we definitely have been missing a lot of school lately, so it's kind of <laughs> right. weird to be back. Uh, but just getting back to normal.
1: Yeah, awesome, Coach. How about yourself? Well, we had uh, we had the ring guy come by today, so got to design uh, design that. Excited to see you over the next week, um, Let the girls kind of see what uh, what we had uh, figured out. Uh, we're getting our our state championship shirts printed by our team mom and uh like i was kind of telling you in the the pre uh thing there that a lot of high fives even one day i had uh my kids i teach middle school kids and and they asked me to bust out the medal so i i I wore uh, all class for them as well
0: (laughs) awesome awesome stuff yeah yeah Yeah. there's a that's got to be one of the best things right one of the best moments is figuring out what you're going to put on your state championship ring right so yeah really cool awesome stuff. So, um, so thank you for being here. We're excited to have you here for a little while, at least we appreciate it. And we know you, you all are definitely uh, very much in demand right now and rightfully so. Um, so first of all, what I got to say is I know you all are coming off of a, a unbelievable state final, right? And what I dubbed as the, the match of the tournament in my personal opinion, and I know many people feel the same and uh, many people would agree um, but here you are, you know, you're a few days removed. What is it? Maybe four days, I think four or five days removed from, from that state final. Have you really, when, you know, when you look back on it, at least in this short time, how much have you really had a chance to reflect on that incredible final versus Midlothian heritage? And what are your thoughts?
2: Um, uh, I guess I'll just start off. I think. You know, I think about it all the time. You know, we're constantly getting, you know, new pictures are are sent in by, you know, team moms. And, you know, like Coach Adams was saying, we're getting our rings and uh, state shirts. Um, So it's super exciting. And, you know, people are always congratulating us. Um, So you kind of have to think about it all the time. And it's something you want to think about. Um, Obviously, the season uh, comes to an end. So it's very different now. But I like that the note that we ended on, um, so it's very fun to just kind of look back at it,
0: coach. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I honestly like, even just you talking about it, it's giving me chills. I'm, I'm not kidding. That every single time I see anything online, I just, uh, I just get restoked again. You know that it's, it's something that, uh, that I'll remember for the rest of my life. You know, and, and I don't think, uh, I don't think it'll ever get old. You know that, uh, to, to put in all the work to have all the girls, uh, you know, come in early, all the practice sessions, all the traveling that we have to do, because we have a, you know, being the the A, right. Um, you know, we, we, we have to travel a lot to a lot of our district games, uh, the tough preseason, uh, schedule that we had, you know, it, it all came to fruition and, and to have all that stuff that was built up and then all of a sudden, somebody lifts the cap off the soda bottle that's been shaken off, you know, it, uh, it was, it was amazing. You know, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, borderline undescribable. the feeling.
0: Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. And Taylor, you didn't, you didn't have a lot of time there to, you know, you went from, you play in that incredible state final, you're, you get awarded the, uh, the, uh, final MVP award. Congratulations on that. And Thank then you. you go right over and, uh, join with your club team and win, uh, win the, D- the Dallas Cup there, right? So what was yeah. that like? That's Have you even had a chance to, like, <laughs> get eight hours of sleep?
2: <laughs> yes, I think I did get enough sleep that day, but um, it, w- it was awesome. Uh, two completely different teams, um, but I-, I love them both so much. Um, I'm very fortunate to be able to play uh, both for FC Dallas and for Salina. Um, and being able to kind of back, it is back, back days, uh, win two championships in a row was super fun. And uh, it was kind of just like the celebrating was never ending. <laughs>
3: right, right. Awesome. Rafa? Uh, Coach, how does it feel winning the, the state championship? I know Salina is known for football, but like they have, I think, seven state titles with Jay Moore. How does it feel being now the center of attention, bringing a soccer
1: title here to Salina? Oh, it's. It's awesome. You know, that. like you said, we have a, a championship mentality already out there with uh, with our football program. And, uh, you know, this year we had both our cheerleading program and our cross country program go out and win state. Uh, so we're doing a lot of exciting things out there in, in Salina. And to be a part of that uh, established winning tradition, but to also be a part of uh, perpetuating that, you know, is uh, is something big, especially you know, in a school that's uh, that's growing, you know, the, there's a lot of different places there in the area that uh, that people can choose to go and live in. And I think when word gets around that, that we're doing something big out there in Salina, uh, you know, families that have uh, soccer is something that they uh, really focus around. That's going to be something that they're going to think about, you know, that they, they really want to make sure that they're going to a place where their kids that, Playing the the you know the high club leagues and all that uh, don't go to some you know trash program that that they're not going to uh, be able to keep, keep uh, competing. So I, I think it was really huge for our uh, for our school district to to go out and do this because I think it's going to really uh, really help families feel comfortable knowing that they're coming to a place that uh, that they can call home in the soccer
0: community. Awesome, well said, Coach and. You know, Coach, take us through. You look back on the. You know, we talked about reflecting on the the week that was right or the last few days. But when you go back, take us through. Take us maybe through the season. You know, where you were. Obviously, you and Taylor know, along with the rest of your team, know where you all were a year ago, right? Uh, in terms of making it to this, making it to this point, uh, falling falling just short versus Medlothian Heritage, and then coming back, being able to see them again. And what was really a season of redemption for you all, right? Take us through what was that season like going into the season? What were you telling the girls, and then as the season progressed, how did you how did you handle that? What was the message there uh, throughout throughout the season? Well,
1: and I think uh, Taylor agree. You know, the message kind of the beginning was that we got to figure out a way to not just have Taylor always be the hero. You know that uh, uh, Taylor's a phenomenal player. She's somebody that uh that is one of those kids that i'm gonna look back upon someday and and uh say hey you know i have never had a kid ever again since her you know that's that's got her her talent and and charisma and and uh you know to to make them aware that the fact that that we've got to take advantage of somebody that is as talented as her but she can't do it alone
0: and, you mean she can't you mean she can't score 114 or, goals every right. season right
1: no, <laughs> well well you, you you know you say that but then whenever you go into the last year with that you know cuz i i watched the the game last year and and you know she really had a tough time doing her thing because of the fact that right. she really was kind of uh set up there to 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 try to do it on her own and you know as as much as we sometimes think that Taylor's a robot she is human every once in a while <laughs> and uh and that was that was our uh that was our you know agenda we really 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 worked at focusing on how can we make our offense dynamic to where uh people can't just hone in on just taylor and i kind of felt like uh we did that and that was kind of the message uh the whole season and taylor really bought into that you know i remember specifically um her saying that she could keep scoring more goals in the game but she got uh gratification out of uh being able to dish it to somebody else on the team and seeing them score and if you look whenever we any of the other girls are celebrating taylor's in there just as hard celebrating as, as they were and it, and it just kind of attests to the kind of person that i think she uh you know that she is you know that she was she was this year she told me she's about winning a state championship right. last year was fun she said specifically yeah. last year was fun but but this year it's about going and, and winning state and, and that's what we did yeah
0: yeah and taylor so take us through that that state final versus, uh, Medlothian heritage. Did you, obviously you're, you're a competitor you're in, in the moment you're grinding, but at any point, right, maybe there's a sub happening, uh, whatever, you know, an extended pause, a throw in, you're waiting on something. Did at any moment during that final, did it kind of take you in? Did you kind of stop and enjoy the moment and like, okay, I'm like, we're all being a part of, and I'm being a part of, of a very special match that's unfolding here. Did did it hit you at any point in while well, in the match?
2: I mean, I think going into the match, uh, we obviously knew that it was going to be a big game. Uh, it was a huge game last year. Um, it's it same same competition this year, just playing for the state title this time. Um, you know, I think you know in the match, it's it's hard to kind of just dwell on it because it was very back and forth, uh, very Intense, the entire um, hundred minutes, I guess, right. um, including the PKs. It was um, very chaotic, um, very stressful, um, but obviously uh, very joyful in the end.
3: Awesome, Rafa. Uh, Taylor, just, uh, you know what? Look, like the great player you are. Is there anyone that you style your style of play like in the pros? Is there someone that really influences you when you when you play on on the field?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I do wish I, I watch uh, more soccer than I do. Um, you know, I, I take a lot of credit to all of my coaches, um, you know, whether that's Coach Adams or my my cup, club coaches that help me out or um, even my coaches that I'll, I'll have at Tech next year. Um, you know, just getting all that different input and feedback um, just to make me a better player has been really helpful.
1: Hey, I'll, I'll chime in here real quick and say Robert Lewinowski. Uh, oh the guy that that just as soon as he gets in front of the goal he's magic right same thing with Taylor right that's that in my opinion that's who she reminds me of awesome
0: well um both Rafa and I we're both the Real Madrid fans so we were thinking maybe ah. Kareem Kareem Benzema maybe okay okay we'll we'll settle for 11. okay right.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so question here this one's for both of you really is going into this tournament uh if you go back and if you look at some of our previous episodes our inside texas high school soccer episodes some of the episodes on the san antonio soccer Roundtable, where i was able to guest uh with uh, rafa and harry i had kind of been and rafa as well but i had i had really been banging the drum for i was excited about what was unfolding in uh in the 4a classification right over the over the tournament over the state playoffs i should say And then just because the number of teams and how um, traditionally speaking, you know, people will, they look at 4A and they'll say, it's not 6A, it's not 5A. Uh, But the talent level and the number of really highly talented teams, you know, really talented squads, really well-coached squads was what was standing out to me. And you were seeing a lot of great matchups each round that we got into the playoffs. So I kind of dubbed it, you know, obviously you all took part of a, of a special state final, and then on the boys' side, we had one as well, right between Bernie and Salina, and gave us a great match. So I kind of dubbed this as really kind of the arrival of, of a foray, right, where it's looked at differently. It's looked at at a higher level um, than maybe in the past. What are your, you know, would you all agree with that? Did you all notice that? Did you all, did you all have any conversations about that at all?
1: Good say.
2: Um, I guess just from like the 4A standpoint compared to like 5A and 6A, um, I mean, for example, I'm, I'm the only girl on my, my club team that plays as a part of a 4A team. Um, so, you know, we are, were, it's easy to root for, for them and their teams. Cause obviously, you no know, we're never going to face each other in playoffs. Um, but it is a uh, very different, I think. Um, but I also think that, we are such a great 4A team that I think we can easily compete with the 5A and 6A schools, which, you know, is why we, you know, had some preseason games that we weren't just playing 4A schools. It was, right. you know, a lot of 5A and 6A schools and um, they definitely challenged us. And I, I love that because it's um, – DFW is a great area for soccer. Um, you definitely have a lot of club kids um, kind of just dispersed throughout, you know, whether it's, you know, all the way in Mid- Midlothian or all the way in Salina, you um,
1: You've got lots of talent all around. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You know, the, I I kind of felt it was the the coming out because I I feel that uh, people can now look at the style of play in the foray and see that it, that it, that it has grown. You know, and I think it's especially here uh, in the soccer mecca of, of uh, Texas and DFW. You know, the the club scene has blown up into this humongous thing that it is, and uh, and I really think that's finally reaching out to some of the smaller towns to where it is picking up the quality of soccer. And you are starting to see uh, a better brand of soccer at the 4A level. Now, is it, you know, uh, 5A and 6A where you've got, you know, three or four national team players on one team like South Lake? No, but it's, it's, you know, there's still high quality uh, players. And you look, I mean, just with Taylor's as an example, you know, I mean, this girl, has the potential to to be uh, someone great in the future, you know, both at the collegiate level and maybe even uh, after that. And uh, to say that four A is is trash, you know, in my opinion's not it's not valid anymore, you know. And and it's because right. we were able to compete with some of the bigger schools, you know, that we did in, in the preseason. That I think it kind of showed that uh, that there are some quality four A teams. And I think by the time you got to the uh, regionals, even more so. On right. the state tournament, it was very obvious that that those teams were were teams that could compete with the majority of the teams throughout Texas at any classification. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah.
0: Rafa.
3: yeah. Well, speaking of that, coach, I noticed in the playoffs that four the four teams in your you know yourself and the three other teams in your district were in the regional quarterfinals. How do you rate your your district as far as the quality? Has it gone raised as far as the quality of the play from the from last year to this year
1: well i i honestly think that you know our top our top part of our our top four were pretty pretty strong and i think it showed in the fact that like you said with the uh people getting so far in the in the uh in the playoffs and and that's two years in a row where it's been that way um where we faced it uh mills and then uh you know melissa fell short uh the year before but then we got melissa again you know we we got to play uh two district uh opponents you know three times this year so i, I think it goes to show that you know again speaking to the just the dallas fort worth area that there's uh there's definitely a uh a big presence of of how good of a quality soccer is coming out of this area you know i, I think it's it's something that is hard to argue. Uh, otherwise, in my opinion, you know, that there really is uh, a big, uh, basis for quality soccer coming out of here the DFW, DFW area. And you see it in who was crowned uh, champion this year.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, 11 for a district 11 for a is, is a power. It's legit for sure. So, all right. So Taylor, we know, uh, we know you gotta go. We got we're gonna wrap up because obviously like any like any great player, you got you got another training session to get to. So we're gonna wrap up with you here. We have one final question for you. As you get ready, obviously winding down your high school career, uh tell us a little bit about what you're getting ready to do in terms of uh Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um
2: yes, yeah, so obviously my high school career and in, in every single sport is over now um which is crazy to think about sometimes you know we have this week off right right after uh state um but you know it, it's not the end of my journey obviously i still have a club we have our second half of our season to look forward to uh we have games this weekend down in houston and um we're gonna try to make another run in playoffs hopefully similar to our salina run <laughs> um just on the national level but but yes right after that it's just right into tech and you know um they're they're giving us things to prepare with whether you know it, it's fitness or in the weight room um even like soccer wise um they want to make sure we're ready when we get there um so it's super fun getting to prepare for that um I'm definitely very excited a little nervous um but it'll be a new chapter and I'm really excited for it
0: Right. Awesome. And we know you we know you'll be in great hands. You're going to an exceptional program. You'll be in great hands with, you know, Coach Stone and uh, Coach uh, Gibbs Keaton, who's Coach Keaton's actually he's a 5050 uh, podcast alum. He was just on here not too long ago. So oh. if you haven't had a chance to watch it, make sure you go watch that one. So he had a, oh. he had a, he, he picked on me a little bit towards the end of that podcast, made some fun, of, <laughs> made fun of me a little bit. So so so. Taylor, we appreciate you. We're going to go ahead. We're going to cut you loose. We'll wrap up with coach Adams. We know you got a a training session to get to. So please tell your club coaches. Thank you for understanding and for supporting you. Yes, sir. Thank you. uh, Thank you for being here with us. Uh, Once again, congratulations on all your success, your teammates success, and we wish you the absolute best going forward.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So we start winding. Now we start wrapping up here. Uh, Coach, uh, Rafa, you got any any final thoughts, any final questions for for coach?
3: Uh, coach, so uh, f- after this, you know, now the season's over, what do you look forward now into 2023? How do things look going, for, in, you know, into the future and anything as far as any changes as far as your scheduling? Uh, are you going to, you know, play more tougher teams that to get you more, you know, get you prepared? What What's the outlook for for next year?
1: Yeah, you know, being with it was, my first year uh, at the school, I didn't want to go in and start off my preseason, getting my butt kicked every game. <laughs> so, so I had to make sure that uh, we sk- tried to schedule some that we at least were able to hang in there. But I'm definitely going to look into uh, to scheduling us some tougher games, just because I really felt that gave us a lot of uh, fortitude to get through the season. You know, I thought that was uh, I thought that was really important. Um, We've got a pretty good uh, class of eighth graders coming up. You know, you win a state championship, and you start getting a lot of emails from moms and dads about uh, how excited their their daughters are to play soccer next year. Right. So- uh, It's so funny how guys, that worked
0: yeah. out, right? It's funny yeah. how it
1: <laughs> so, so that so out. So that's exciting, and, and then uh, above all else, I think the state of uh, Texas and the 4A hates to hear that really Taylor's the only uh, starter that we're losing next year, and uh, right. we're coming back with a vengeance. You know, so we're, we're going to, our eyes are going to be, can we, can we go and pull a awakeland and run it up again uh two years in a row? So that's going to be the goal.
0: And how, and that leads me, that's perfect. That leads me to my final question for you coaches. What are your initial thoughts in terms of managing the message and managing that, that message to, uh to your team next year? Because now you guys go from, now you guys go from the, the hunter to the hunted right now. You're the, target on your back, obviously, you're. it sounds like you're going to embrace that already. Uh, and rightfully so, you all are competitors. But how do you um, how do you how do you think you go about that as far as managing that? Because uh, sometimes as hard as it is to make it to a style to a state title game and then even harder to win one, it's even it seems like it's even harder to try to re- defend it and repeat. Right. So how do you try to manage those expectations and um, Take it one, maybe one game at a time.
1: Yeah, just, we're just the. I think the message going forward is going to be humble and stay hungry. You know, I mean, just kind of what you said that it's uh, it's hard to repeat in anything. You know, you look at uh, yeah. the prof on the, even on the professional level at uh, at how often you know you get a team that's a super team and and just can't uh, can't do it, fall short. You know, and uh, and I really think that that's going to be the overall message. Is can we make sure that we understand that? that it's going to take something really special to go and and do it again. Because like you said, we're going to get every team's best every week, you know, Uh, and it's that's what they need to understand is that there's not going to be any game, uh, you know, from district onto the playoffs where we can have a bad game because that's probably going to end up, you know, us getting bounced out. And I know uh, uh, all the teams that we played over this, uh, the course of this A year, you know, specifically Hendrickson and and, uh, uh, Bernie, they're going to want some, uh, a little revenge tour and, and we got to make sure that uh, we're ready for those guys. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, coach, this has been, uh, this has been awesome. We've really appreciated uh, having you on joining us Uh, again. We know it's, uh, we know it's been a hectic uh, last few days. So uh, you being able to be accessible to us and give us, uh, give us some of your time. Have Taylor on here as well. Uh, We appreciate it, and uh, you know it's it's been tremendous, uh, tremendous watching you all go on this run as well. So uh, thank you for that, and us being able to just you know watch it, observe it, and compete, and give us an incredible final against an incredibly worthy opponent in uh, in another state champion in Midlothian Heritage. You all gave us a great final. So um, thank you again for that, and thank you again for being here. And uh, before we let you go, Coach, any uh, any final thoughts? Thank you. Shout outs. Any 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 plugs? Anything you want to share? Yeah. Well, just uh, I guess a shout out to Midlothian on on a great game. You know, I kind of
1: felt like you two both uh, put it best. You know that it was it was one for the ages. You know that it was it was an, it was an epic game. You know, and and I kind of feel like uh, they need to they need to know that that was uh, you know two giants going at it, and and uh, want to thank them for. For that and a great season and and uh want to thank you two guys for growing this sport it's very appreciated you know this is a as you guys know sometimes is a uh underappreciated uh sport with high school soccer and and right. i appreciate what you guys are doing here in the state and i'll, I'll give a shout out to the 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 2 one that's where my wife's from she's on nice. the west side so uh oh, shout out to the all right that's awesome <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, we appreciate it, coach. Thank you again for the kind words, but more importantly, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it uh, very much. And uh, a big shout out to your entire, you know, your your entire team, all your girls there who uh, I hope are watching. And then but also just, you know, the parents, your community, your you know administrators, athletic coordinator, everybody. Uh, you guys are definitely well known in terms of your just your athletic department. Right. And the, the commitment coach Elliot, in there. Awesome. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, so it means a lot to us. We're grateful, uh, to have you here. And, but most of all, we just want to congratulate you on a job well done. And it's really hard to, you know, it's very tough to be the last team standing on the last day of, of the season. Right. So, uh, congratulations.
1: Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. Thank you for having right. me on.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good night. Take you care. Too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, man. So Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. They gave us some great stuff. Uh, thoughts?
3: Uh, I guess you can say a little. She does have a little of the Lewandowski of <laughs> all those goals scoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess she, she's going to do a great thing. Taylor's going to do great things at Texas Tech. And they're, I'm very yeah. lucky to have her. And and then, uh, and like I said, I think this is the beginning of Celina you know, for the girls. And maybe on the boys, too, because the boys also did well, too. And um, mm-hmm. they got to the final. And so yeah. sending some love to them as well. Uh, the of the beginnings of, of, a, of a well-established program, uh, you know, it's just like you know, like the solid curls, like like Travis Lee and, and so forth, the ones have had that tradition. I think they're going to start that new tradition in the in the four in the for 4 soccer here in state of Texas.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They gave us, you know, it's it's great to have them on, and uh, you know, I think with Taylor, you see the what's really incredible about her is just. You know she's such a competitor a beast on the field but yet very but yet still very humble you know still very humble and uh i know that's that's something that uh, that's pretty phenomenal to to watch or to see and uh yeah i think it's it's a uh, really really great a great treat and you know we're grateful grateful to be able to have them on and uh yeah you know they they talk about now being able to you know she's they lose her to graduation and that's really it right so you know what uh what can we expect from celina you know in uh, in 2023 but also but also now they have to navigate these waters as coach mentioned with uh gonna get everybody's best shot right yeah
3: and i, I think one thing is from, you know it's hard to replace taylor but it's going to give an opportunity to somebody else to step up to that role or maybe you know, like she, one thing Taylor mentioned, she, it's like, uh, about getting her or teammates involved. I think that was a good thing to do, and you know, to raise confidence and stuff. And you know, maybe they do it by committee. You know, as far as the goal scoring, and then then that and that and that usually and that happens. You know, at times, you know, and it's gonna be tough to you know to defend that than one just just one player that they can focus on. So, like I said, I'm they're gonna have a target in the back, but I'm sure. They're gonna do some good things, you know. I think they're they're also gonna look for a challenge as well, challenge some of the, maybe some of these five A teams to see how they stack up, just to prepare them for right. they understand the long the long run in that four A playoff. So especially in that district they're in, you know, two years in a row to have to have four of their teams in the quarterfinals. That, that says a lot as far as the the type of play they're having in that district.
0: Yeah, I mean, just getting through. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Is there? Do you recall? I can't remember if there's if any of those in 4 a are going up to 5A. Do you recall? Um, I don't think so. I don't think, I think so. But no, no, the only
3: one that wheres going up is with Melothium, but I know they're not right. in their right. district, but right. they're not in that district. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: trying to think. I, I want to say was it so? was it Saledo maybe going up to five A? I'm trying to no, think they're moving over to region one. That's what it is. Maybe that yeah, that's what it is. Got it. So Awesome. So, uh, yeah. So again, thank you. Uh, congratulations to, uh, the, uh, Salina Bobcats. They are the uh, 2022, uh, UAL girls for a state champion. So congratulations to them. Thank you to coach Adams and to, uh, Taylor Strojewski for joining us. We appreciate that. So, all right. So we're going to go on our next guests, Joining us now, they are the two-time defending for uh, a boys' state champions, and Coach Strong and our state state final MVP, uh, Noah Lamaster. How are you guys? I'm good.
5: I'm good.
4: Doing
0: awesome. Yeah. All right. Coach looks like he's ready for another final. He's ready to. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Let's go. <laughs>
0: coach you've been here now i think you may have now i think the uh the title for most appearances on on the podcast so i don't know maybe we got to get you a the championship belt or something but I, you got plenty of bling already on your own man so I don't know you don't need anything from us so uh, all right so hey thank you guys for being here we appreciate you all uh so you're four days removed from you know from from winning a, a second state title back to back state titles has it really sunk in? How does I mean, how does it feel?
5: Uh, no, it's still really not sunken in much for me, but I definitely think it's starting to. It was one of those games where I'm never going to forget just from how much I was able to play and be able to affect it.
4: Yeah. Uh, for me, no, it's – um. I think last year still had really sunken in, and now we just did it again this year, back to back. You know, um, but it, it's it's crazy how you have different players who you know last year may have been a minimal role player, and then this year they get to go out there and be you know a, a really strong contributor. And so, um, no, it was a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been very enjoyable the last few days. I'll just I'll put it like that.
0: Right, Drafal. Uh,
4: take us
3: back to the to the final game. You I know, mean, how 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 did you guys feel going into into that game, you know, sort of preparation and just the matchup itself.
5: I knew it was going to be a pretty good matchup, so I was mentally preparing for the worst and I knew we were going to have to fight it out cuz Salina looks pretty good on the film, so right.
4: Yeah, Salina was there for a reason. They were uh, absolutely incredible. Um, I made the mistake of wanting to play in in behind in the uh, in the corners a little bit too much. Uh, we were having trouble getting diagonal balls in um over the top, which was a mistake of mine, but I did also stress playing down the channels, which we did find success doing. and as the game wore on, I thought we had we found more success, like I said playing through the channels, but I, I think a, a huge part of that is is, is Salina, you know and, and all the credit they deserve, um that is one heck of a team. defensively, they're, um, their coach has them so organized in the back, and um, you know, I wasn't sure it was that because they're not good individual defenders, and that's why they're so organized, and and, and their coach has not played so defensive. But no, they're they're all great individual players. They're very organized. They've got two defensive mids to sit right on top of you know on, on top of the back four, and I thought Salina was at, and their goalkeeper, right, as good as Noah was, their goalkeeper wasn't far behind, you know. And so um, I, again, I was all the credit to Salina. They're they're incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah they uh they they you know they put in a tremendous showing and uh, gave us you know coupled with you all they they gave us a tremendous state final and we know we recognize that you all had to dig extra deep and uh and rightfully so I mean the uh, handful of times that I've had the opportunity to watch uh Salina boys play that was you know that was the best i had seen them play was you it you know you all kind of brought out the best in them uh, that was the best I had seen them play all year, and uh, so yeah, it was an incredible match there. But so, coach, take us through, describe your experience of of this season versus the last. Did it? You know, we we just talked about it right now uh, with uh, with uh, with with Salina, but it's hard it's hard to make a state, you know, to make a state tournament, let alone a state final. But to win it, right? That's uh, a really tough, really tough feat. But then to go back and win it again, right, to repeat, that's, you know, that's a whole other layer of degree of difficulty. But take us through your experience from last season versus this season in terms of just approach, uh, difficulty. Did it feel any different? Did it feel harder? What were your thoughts on that?
4: Um, I think we're fortunate that we won state in the COVID year um we didn't have a regional tournament we didn't have a state tournament um so it still felt like a very normal season right we were playing tuesday fridays or tuesday saturday Mm -hmm. um and i think that um helped us into this year um with the you know that the tournament the regional tournament was new the state tournament was new so it was still very exciting um on the flip side of that though we knew we had so much talent coming back that um you know, and I've talked about this before, that that tone, that line of confidence and arrogance. And, and we towed that line because we just knew that every game that teams are going to come beat us. You know, we knew our quality. We knew our work rate. We knew how good we were defensively, how, how great no was in goal. And, um, you know, I, I think that really helped us keep a level head going all the way throughout until we hit Salina, obviously. And they you know, they punched us in the mouth. But um, again, I, I don't want to say it was easier um, but it was it was very assumed. And it was almost like we're we we just knew that we are always destined to get back to that state final game. And, um, you know, on the flip side, I think our team always knew even before this year. And if we would have won state last year, you know, my my you know, my seniors when they were freshmen or my juniors when they were sophomores or freshmen, I think we always knew that this year was going to be special. And so, again, it was it was almost and no disrespect to any teams we played against, but it was always kind of assumed, hey, this team, they're in our way. We're going to go beat them. And then we're going to go to the next game, the next game. Um, so I think that was kind of our mentality uh, this year. So two very different seasons, though. You know, COVID and then tournaments. Right. It, was, it, was, right. it was a new experience. It was a lot of fun, too, and very stressful at the, at the very end.
0: Yeah. Did you find – you know, and that's a great point because last year, no regional tournament, no, no traditional regional tournament, no traditional um, state tournament. So even though you all had been there before – you all really hadn't been there before, right. In terms of that experience. So was there, was there any one moment that maybe kind of threw you for a loop in there uh, in terms of this year versus last year with those back to back, what was, what was the biggest adjustment? Was it the recovery? What, what was it?
4: Yeah, I think it was the urgency to come out really strong, um, which looks like a joke now, since we gave up the first goal and, Three out of the four games, but um uh there was urgency, I promised, to uh to come out there and, and perform really well. And um again, credit to Progresso for scoring on us first. Um and we were able to collect ourselves and you know, obviously it was a, you know, it was just a kind of a lapse um in judgment. But we came back and um, you know, obviously we, we had eight on answer there, so I was able to get a lot of guys playing time um and save our legs for that next game that the regional tournament that's the brutal one, right? You play Friday, right. Saturday you don't get that day off. And, and you know, for 4 eight girls, we need to, you know, we need to look at that and say what's going on there with, you know, them playing um, third what is it, Wednesday and then Thursday. You know, they need to get knocked out, you know, to the 7 o'clock game for Thursday. Give them as much time as possible right. to get rest or even give us, some, you know, give them some extra rest there. But, um, you know, that regional tournament was, and it was hot in McAllen, you know, <laughs> we, we normally go down in the, in the wintertime where it's, you know, I think this year was, you know, teams are dropping out because it was too cold. Yeah. And uh, we go down there for the regional tournament. It was it was warm, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, the, the the tournaments themselves were very interesting. And it's just making sure that you can get to get off to a fast start to really really help your your guys save their legs for you know you're managing 160 minutes. You're not managing 80 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Noah, take us take us through. You know, we talked about briefly going into that match, into the championship match, right? The state final. But take us through that final from the pers- from your perspective you know and you have two goalkeeper trainers here right and rafa and i mm-hmm. uh, i know me when i played i wanted to i was usually a little on edge until i got my first touch in right and then that would settle me i would get settled in after that but for you take us through that match from a goalkeeper perspective and also was there a moment there maybe somewhere late in the match where obviously it wasn't a final yet, but was there a moment where you kind of, you had like in some internal confirmation that you felt where, okay, we got this now. This, this is ours.
5: Yeah. So with the, going into the game, I knew it was going to be tough. So I spent a ton of time and ups just mentally preparing to go through that battle because it was going to be a goalkeeper duel at that point. There was two solid defenses, pretty decent offenses. So was going to be a good amount of shots on goal and then i'm um, the same way you were where it takes me that first touch on the ball whether that be with hands or feet just to settle in and find that groove right yeah and then for me personally the moment that i pretty much knew i was going to be able to play my best was that free kick save in the first half mm. that one really yeah yeah being able to save that with it being one hell of a shot I knew it was going to be a good game for me right right
0: yeah 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 that was a great shot too great save so Rafa? Uh,
3: Noah, who do you who do you style your your style of play as far as goalkeepers like on the professional level who do you look up to and do you use a lot of their their
5: techniques or tendencies when you when you're on the field? For me, I've always tried to be as well-rounded as possible. So I have like three or four goalkeepers that I look up to, to name a few. Ter Stegen's a good one. Um, Ederson with his distribution. Then uh, Neuer being able to play out of the back and be that extra 11th defender. And then Tim Howard just being able to push through all the hard stuff that he's been through.
0: Nice. Nice. A Tim Howard, Tim Howard reference from the younger generation. That's awesome. I like, I like to hear I, that.
3: Yeah. I got to train with his, his trainer for my goalkeeping license. I learned a lot of tendencies mm-hmm. from him, a lot of, lot of, a lot of technical stuff. Yeah. So I can see that. I can see that on your, on your style play. You have a lot of, a lot of Tim Howard in you.
0: Awesome. So, um, so this one's for both of you, really. What, you know, we talked about the balance and the difference between you know wanting to remain uh, humble and confident, but but without arrogance. And and I know, Coach, you had previously mentioned it in terms of hey, the the pressure's not. You guys were approaching it like the pressure's not really on us because we've been here already. We won. Um, but was there anything when you look back on it? Um, Maybe it was during the season. Maybe it was at the tail end of district play. Maybe it was over the course of the grind of the state, you know, the state playoffs. But what surprised you when you look back on it? What surprised you the most about this season? Good or bad, just what surprised you?
5: I think for me, what really caught me off guard was how much the two tournaments were rough mentally. Because it's one thing to go play 80 minutes. And it's another thing to be doing that 80 minutes on top of it being high pressure and having to be at the top of your game in both sets. So I think that's one thing that surprised me was having to fight through not only physical, but the mental battle.
4: Yeah. And I think for me, it was, um, honestly, mine's, mine was, mine's mine kind of funny because I talked about how I knew our team was always going to be so good this year, but my a big one for me was, um, how are we going to replace our seniors from last year? Um, We only lost four and two starters and one, a really good uh, role player who could have been a starter um, and then a great locker room guy. And it was, I know we've got a lot of talent on this team, but you know, sometimes you need some really good talent, you know, um, especially for four a soccer where, you know, you can, if you got one guy and the the guy I think it was Rowdy Fritz last year, I mean, from a technical standpoint, um, one of the most talented players um, I've ever been around. And, you know, I'm asking people, okay, how are we going to replace him? You know, what what's that going to look like? And um, kind of, y'all said earlier with Coach Adams, you know, it gives an opportunity for other players to step up. And I think that's that, for me, was the most fun about, you know, part of this year and maybe the most surprising was getting to see Sam Tice fill that role, getting to see Justin Moore, Landon Murphy, um, Jake Herman Hudson Vickery you know these guys who um you know I didn't think we're going to be these key players for us this year step up and all of a sudden they're they're absolutely incredible for us and so I think you know for me it was you know it was the beginning of the year that really was was surprising and in a really good way because again we have lots of talent but how is that going to look on the field what's it going to look like in formation and shape and how we play and everything and um, the guys surprised the heck out of me and it was it was awesome Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Noah, I know you and coach, correct me if I'm wrong, I think in terms of some of your top performers and uh, leaders, you have Joe Joe Ballinger's coming back next year too, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, so Noah, how, how do you, you know, Joe, how do you guys, how do you handle the, uh, cause you, cause you know, it's already coming, you know, it's going to get thrown out at some point. It's like, Oh, Hey, can you guys, can you guys win three in a row? Can you make, can you make it a three-peat? Although the whispering will start, right? So how do you, how do you approach that? I mean, here you are just a few days removed from a, you know, back-to-back state titles, but what are your thoughts in terms of being prepared for that as the season, as you all enter the season next year in terms of managing expectations?
5: I mean, expectation-wise, everyone's going to expect the best, especially with the amount of quality in the back that's coming back. But, I think if we really focus and hold a high expectation and get the most out of every practice, I think we could easily go three-peat it. It just is gonna take a little bit more work from some people in the midfield maybe to fill in those roles that we're losing. But I feel confident enough to say that we're probably gonna give up less goals this year. So, or we're gonna give up less goals next year than we did this year with how our backline set
0: coach you uh, you got a good one here he, he's referencing training he's re- referencing practice not games he's referencing practice so that's awesome so I love that so
4: yeah it's um, awesome he's got that mindset yeah
0: yeah so coach so take us through you know this is the third you know third uh, third boy soccer state title in school history program history and you all for you all back to back obviously we already discussed that but also you all become the first UIL, the first public school in the San Antonio area uh, to win back-to-back state titles. How has that, you know, the history of that accomplishment has that even remotely sunk in? What are your thoughts on that?
4: Um, I think it's you know it's all the credit to our guys, and Noah and the and the and the team. Um, you know, staying focused and um, you know, buying in and and really it goes with teams before you know, this year and the year before, and it starts with our seniors from, you know, our first – or my first year four years ago. Um, and without that buy-in from those seniors then, because remember, that's first-year coach for me. They're seniors saying, who's this guy coming in? Why are we supposed to follow what he says and run on the track as much as we do? And so, um, no, it's just I'm, – I'm so thankful to have guys here at Bernie, um, the guys that we do, because um, they, they're the ones who make this all possible. You know, talking about, you know, sinking in. Um, you know, that's their accomplishment, you know, and and I think it'll be neat that it'll happen again. That's the great thing, right? San Antonio soccer, is only getting better. Look at, um, you know, the 6A, I should say the Region 4 especially, but, um, you know, having 6A, 4A championships coming out of the boys' side now two years in a row um, for the kind of the area, What we'll say, um, I think speaks volumes to the the amount of talent that the boys are, and the girls too, but really the boys right now they're showing um, is here and it's going to happen again, and um, when it happens – They'll they'll always say, Well, Bernie did it 21, 22 and now you guys did it. And I think that's um, that to me is really special for these guys that, that they're always going to be brought back up in conversations with with great current teams, whether that happens a year from now or five years, 10 years from now, the Bernie Greyhounds will always be mentioned. I think that's really that's why I'm so happy for these guys because they'll be able to go out and say, Hey, you know, that, that was me. That was, you know, we did that. Um, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it'll be a lot of uh, of uh, high school reunion talk, right? For sure.
4: For alumni sure. games,
0: absolutely. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Rafa. Uh,
3: looking forward for twenty twenty three. What do you What do you see? Any predictions, or what do you have planned for twenty twenty three? What can you expect? What can we expect from you guys?
4: Well, Noah said it's going to be easy. Uh, Where do you go, Noah? <laughs> Just because we're returning a lot of our defenders and and, and our goalkeeper there. Uh, let's pump the brakes on that one though. but uh, uh, it's it's gonna be a fun challenge hundred um, percent and again it's you don't know until you you kind of come in day one and really it's not even day one it's it's that first tournament I mean we had so many changes happen in the Alamo Heights tournament versus where we finished and so everything leading up to that's gonna be awesome but once you get into that first tournament and really see what you got um, I think that's um, that's when you you know you'll be able to really um, Kind of start planning on all right, well, what are we gonna do three peat wise? Or you know, what kind of run are we gonna make? But to Noah's point, we've got a lot of good players coming back. Yes, we've got players we're gonna miss. Are kids gonna step up? Absolutely, they always do. Um, but we do have a heck of a defense coming back. We got Jess Gonzalez, my defensive mid, who he's might be five six, but he plays like he's six five. And um, so um, if we can get the rest of the pieces around the defense, I think we have a we have the opportunity to be in the mix again. Right.
0: Yeah, so uh, Noah, if you uh, if you find yourself running some extra laps tomorrow at, uh, in class, you'll know why, right? So, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my as we start wrapping up here, uh, guys, the question. This is kind of for both of you, but also I know Coach um, a little bit more on your side, I guess. Uh, but I'm kind of curious because I did mention it with you know with Coach with Coach uh, Adams and uh, Taylor. Right now, from Salina, the one of the things that I was really banging the drum on uh, throughout the season, late in the season, as the state playoffs started, um, and then as we progressed in the state playoffs towards the state tournament, was just the I called it the and then it just kind of came to fruition in the state tournament. It was pro, it was kind of finally recognized in the state tournament. But I called it really this season the the arrival of 4A, right? Uh, meaning the, the quality of the level of play is just, I think, just light years ahead of, I think, where people think it is in terms of when they hear 4A in comparison to 5A or 6A, but just in terms of the depth, in terms of many teams, some of these great matchups that we saw across the state tournament, Um, I mean, state playoffs, I should say, on both sides, both the, the girls and boys, Um did you all i guess my question to you is did you all notice that more this year or did it seem the same was there any talk about that just because i think 4a doesn't seem to get enough of the enough of the love and the reality of it is is i think we came out of here we came out of that tournament watching two exceptional 4a state finals and in my opinion what i shared with Celine uh, a little while ago was that there that match that final between them and midlothian heritage I felt, in my opinion, was the match of the entire week. What, are you, what, are you, what were your thoughts on that?
5: Uh, definitely think that the quality in soccer, especially in 4A, is definitely increasing. But I think it's also pretty cool seeing the level increase in all the different divisions as well. You see all the 5A and the 6As, all the kids on the national team that are starting. So it's definitely a new experience.
4: Yeah, I think the um, I think depth is still an issue um, between four A, five A, six A, but I think the quality is is coming around, and um, which is great. Now we you know we've got more kids, uh, more than ever now who are coming out, and you know it's my fir- our you know my first year was, yeah, I got like half football players and I got half soccer players. I'm trying to turn football players who are athletes into soccer players. And, um now it's i mean it really is you know it's, it's all soccer players coming out for tryouts and who are joining the period um you know and i think i think we we're ahead of the curve last year i really do you know I, yeah. last year we lost to lead three to one um in in an early you know uh, tournament and um we we're up 10 60 minutes in that game and um yeah they had the dominant possession of the ball but i think that really helped us last year um being ahead of that curve but then getting to state this year i, I tell you what i mean you looked at, you know, Salina, Stafford, um, Stevenville. I'm sitting there and, you know, shame right. on me. I thought Stephenville was going to win because I, I saw some film on them. I'm like, golly, it's like looking in a the mirror. They move the ball. They switch the point of attack. Um, so, no, I, I think 4A soccer has come a, a long way. And um, it, the quality is there. It really is. And, and you know, I think um, I, we can play with anyone. And I, Salina, I'm sure, can play with anyone um, and give it a heck of a match and be in, be in that game. Um, so yeah, I think the you know, especially at the upper end of those four A schools. Um if you if you run into a four A school five A six days, don't just assume. You know, it's you're gonna be in for a fight and a battle and yeah. um and it's the sport of soccer, anything can happen. Right.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Well said. Absolutely well said. So uh all right, gentlemen. So as we uh, we go ahead and we start wrapping up, you know, we really want to thank you for your time. Uh we're grateful to have you here and uh, you know, to obviously to you two, but your your entire team coach strong all the boys your 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 parent the parents the, the community obviously your administ- your your administrators your athletic coordinator the entire community out there i'm sure they're buzzing uh, even more so this year so you know on behalf of us we want to congratulate uh and congratulate all of you and making some uh, some san antonio area history as well and uh before we go we just wanted to see about leaving you all uh, any any final thoughts anything you'd like to share
4: yeah i just want to thank um the entire community of bernie um i know you guys posted our our, our uh our whatever our send off and um i mean where else can you be where you have the fire trucks you got local PD, you got state troopers all coming together to, to send us, to, to state us and the girls. And how special is that? You know, we got the best administrators, whether it's our principal, Mr. Wilson or uh, coach Leach and, 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 and uh, Terry Galt on the, uh, the athletic side. And obviously we got coach Hendricks I and mean, I had too many for me to list, but we're just so fortunate here at Bernie to have the best community in the world. Um, and I'm so thankful for that. And, and like I told you guys, thank y'all so much for what y'all do and, and bringing um, uh, uh, content and coverage and exposure um, to the state of, you know, to, to high school soccer in the state of Texas and, and really region four. Um, I know my my boys um, are so happy that you guys do this. And, you know, last year was we're going to show them. And this year it's, we got to do it for these guys. Cause they're, they're now, they're believers. Um, so no, it, you know, thank you guys for, for everything you guys do. Cause um, it, it, it goes so far. Um, I, I promise you guys that you know more than you guys know. So thank you guys. Yeah.
0: now we we appreciate that. Uh- we appreciate the kind words. Thank you. But more so congratulations to you all. We're here. We're here because of you all. So and and we know that we know that for sure. We're grateful. for. I'm telling you, coach, the moment you started asking for calling tails on flipping a coin, you know, good <laughs> things started happening for you. So uh, yeah, yeah. in case you have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to one of the previous episodes with Coach Strong. And you'll see uh, we had a where we had him on. And uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, had to give him a little bit of a lesson in terms of uh, uh, flipping, how to call a calling, uh, flipping a, a coin flip, I should say. So, awesome. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. We sincerely appreciate both of you. Congratulations to your entire community. But before we go, um, this is an opportunity for me to uh, to embarrass Rafa with as many people on here as possible. So I just wanted to wish uh, wish Rafa, Mr. Ed Papasakaritis, a special happy birthday. So uh, happy birthday. birthday.
4: Happy birthday! We, I, I won't, sing. we sing won't sing. We won't sing. for you, but uh, you don't want to hear that. Yeah,
0: exactly. I was like, I'm not singing. I'm not singing. So <laughs> awesome. All right, Noah, Coach Strong, thank you again. We appreciate uh, all of your time. and You all have a good night.
4: Thank you, guys. Take Happy you, birthday. Thank you. Take Congratulations.
0: You. Bye-bye. You. Bye. All right. Thoughts? Anything? Uh just like I say, what
3: can you say about the Bernie program there? You know, they're they're you know relaxed and hey, they just go out there, and take care of business, and it's worked for them for the last two years. And uh, as far as you know, going to twenty twenty three, can you say they're their favorite? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the one thing him, um, that Noah mentioned about the defense, you know, defense does win championships. So right. you know, they just have to get the right pieces and like coach strong mentioned like you know they, they lost some players from the first championship team and some kids stepped up and they rose to the occasion and i don't i don't see you know like i said i i can see this happening again with some of the players like i said you know you know the ones that maybe didn't have the roles or they were maybe coming off from the bench now they get to they get to be in the line and get to shine and really show what they have you know in a in starting position so and then it's good for you know and like I said, they're under a great tutelage under Coach Strong, and I I expect them to be back in Georgetown again next year, and I, I think have a legitimate shot of winning the third straight t- state title.
0: Well, they definitely they definitely will have a big say, that's for sure, uh, no doubt. And obviously, you know, now they got to navigate that uh, they've gotten used to having the target on their back, and now they'll they'll have some personnel changes again as they lose some to graduation. But I know, you know as long as coach strong is there as well, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of talent in that group, that community uh, as well, but as long as coach strong is there, he's, and he knows that they just, they got something special there, you know? So as long as he's there and that, that culture piece, which is so hard to get right, so hard to implement um, they have it there. It's, it's, it's locked in. And uh, now it's just a matter of, you know, just you tweak it, you fine tune it a little bit and you, you, uh, but you know you you stay humble, you stay hungry, and no doubt they'll have a they'll have a big say in it uh, next year as well for sure.
3: So. I, know, I know for region four, like I said, you know, this year there were some surprise teams that we didn't see the year before that really rose to the kind of vacation and you know, sort of you know gonna give some like a challenge to Bernie, but I know Bernie was able to take care of business. Um and you know, like a team like Taylor, Taylor came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, yeah, and 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 now that you know, who's to say what they do next year? You know, they they could be a legitimate threat. Um, Lavernia, you know, Lavernia. I know they had a a bad setback in the first round, but that program, is, they're, they're returning pretty much everybody on that team. That's another right. team that, to be on the lookout, and you know, and then they also you have your two valley teams, progressive and Hidalgo. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they got you know lost in that those, in the regional semifinals. But you still can't count them out, and so there are teams popping up. Like I said, the four A is getting stronger. You know, there are some coming. When there are more teams, I think Coach I even mentioned like an Eastside Memorials one. All right. Uh, you know, they had a little trouble with all. You know, you know, they mixed it up in that first game. I think Austin chief. So it, uh, even Idea Montopolis was another one. He said that they were coming along. So it just shows that the soccer level for four A is coming up, and it may take some time Like I guess the, you know, the issue for them would be the deaf because there are, you know, smaller enrollment, but like I said, if you can get the right combination of players, you know, you can make a serious run into the deep into the playoffs.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it'll be, uh, it won't be too long before we start talking about 2023. So it'll, uh, it'll be here before we know it. And, the, and of course we'll start talking with, um, again, with inside, uh, inside hashtag texas high school soccer we'll start talking about that a little bit more in the fall especially you know because taps taps uh, gets going in the fall um so yeah so it'll be it'll be good it'll be a lot, lot of fun so we're gonna recover after a few more episodes uh but then we'll uh, we'll be ready to go so um awesome so rafa again happy birthday my man you. Uh, pre- appreciate you yeah, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you to all our listeners, all of our supporters. We're uh, grateful for you. Man, you're the reason why we do it. And we will be coming back uh, Thursday. Uh, this Thursday, the plan is uh, there'll be an announcement coming out by tomorrow. Plan is is to have a, a Thursday uh, Thursday night episode, which will be our six a uh, championship edition. And uh, so yeah, we'll be looking forward to that, and it'll be a. Uh, It'll be Rafa and I coming back, uh, coming back, and joined by some of our six-eight championship uh, coaches and uh, players. Uh, but first, we got a we got a big game tomorrow, right? That we uh, we mm-hmm. get to attend. So, uh, any uh, before I let you go, any final thoughts on on that? Uh, and in case you're wondering, the big match we're talking about is it's the uh, third round of the uh, U.S. Open Cup between Austin FC of the MLS and the home team here in San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio FC of the USL championship. What are your thoughts on that? Uh we I think
3: I think the whole city of San Antonio is looking for this game. Some get some little I don't say payback, but just just so the circumstances of the whole mess with the MLS and them going to Austin instead of coming here. The kind of the treachery, lies and deceit <laughs> from Don Garber. Um so just uh, if you're in se- if you uh, ever see me in section 114 uh, just be ready i have I'll have some signs tomorrow <laughs> that oh, you can. God. tomorrow oh, <laughs> so if you didn't see the last game I had a couple of them making fun of uh to the eight knots. I uh, shout out to them they're being good sports on <laughs> some of the funny memes I'm, uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. I sent out and then yeah some of the signs I made uh, for the past game so check mm-hmm. out that also a shout out to robert he's, he's he's gonna have his signs there too at the book or so. Yeah. So we'll have those ready hopefully by tomorrow, and as I'm expect. Hopefully we get a win, and that's the one we want. We can get a win. We'll have bragging rights. You know, really the pressure's on on them because they're the MLS team. We're not. We're the USL team. We're supposed to lose them, right. so hopefully we can knock them off and and just show, uh, uh, you know, Don Garber to. You know, he, he made a mistake going to Austin instead of coming here to San, to San Antonio. And
0: if I understand it correctly, this this is Austin FC's, like, first mm-hmm. – this is their first ever U.S. Open Cup match, right, in the yeah. in, in club history, right? Yeah, so, and they didn't yeah. play last year, so this is the first one. So right, yeah, and it was just – it was still kind of a mess last year, so. Yeah, so hopefully me um, win
3: this one, and then we'll see. I don't know, we'll face the Dynamo or, or FC Dallas after this, or –
0: Right.
5: But it just
3: depends on what the what the I guess whatever how they sort it out and so forth. And then safc has got another big game on Saturday at New Mexico, so hopefully we can finally get a win there. And their in that baseball field yeah. part, I think where they play at.
5: So no
3: special
0: uh, no special tifos for uh, for tomorrow. No no El Gato. Uh, uh,
3: well, El Gato's right there. His right behind me, right there. <laughs>
0: no special um, tifos for tomorrow.
3: Oh, they should. Hopefully, they do. No, not like I said. I'll have my signs there, so you're yeah. t- you're on ESPN Plus. Look out for section one fourteen on the first row, so you'll see me there, hanging, hanging some some funny signs, making fun of Austin and so forth. So, nice. so nice. we'll have that, and like I said, we'll just look. It'll, it'll be a fun game because as I said we we'll look forward to for for this matchup.
0: Good deal. Any upcoming? Uh, any plugs? Any upcoming episodes with um, the, the roundtable?
3: Yeah, we're still waiting for that. I think we're gonna do hopefully soon. Like at the end of the year for the high school roundup you know for san Antonio roundtable um and then also we guess we'll still have our 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 you know podcast for you know the Santa saFC games and uh, we do are now gonna start coming up with um some some shows for the uh, amateur teams I know the sa runners are gonna play this Saturday I think at Wheatley Heights so you have a chance at so since SAFC is out of town you know guess say hey could you go to Wheatley Heights a stadium and go cheer on for the SA Runners. I think they play at I think seven seven thirty. They're playing actually against the SA Surf, so it's a it's a it's going to be like a local rivalry game there. Yeah, yeah. So so go check it out. You know some great talent there. Hopefully some maybe future talent here from San Antonio. Hopefully we they'll get signed. You know in the near future to play with, some, with the professional teams.
0: Awesome, good deal. All right, all right. Well, that's going to do it. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up again. Thank you to our listeners and supporters. We appreciate you. uh, Again, you can find us, uh, on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. You can find us on Instagram as well as at 50 underscore 50 podcast. And then, uh, all the audio, the audio version of, you know, the podcast, you can find us on all major podcast platforms, you know, go on there, give it a listen, give it a download and give us a rating. You know, if you like, uh, If you like us, please give us a rating. It helps the algorithms as well on everything, especially on both on YouTube and just with the, uh, you know, with the, with the podcast. And if, uh, hey, if you think we stink, give us some uh, constructive uh, feedback and uh, we'll continue to work on that. So, uh, again, we appreciate you. Thank you, Rafa, birthday boy. Let's get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for all the wishes, everybody. That's it today. All right. Hey, hey, you're getting a shout out from Real Madrid, man. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: that was that was the soccer of the day. That's on the email. Hey, Karim Benzema, Sammy best wishes here.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Shocker, that's
3: really cool. too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so thank you again, folks, and a special thank you to uh, you know to the uh, Salina, Salina women's soccer program and the Bernie uh, men's soccer program. We appreciate you both. Thank you for your time, your accessibility. And uh, once again, congratulations to those communities on their twenty twenty two for a girls and boys state championships. So all right, until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the fifty fifty podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast.